All right, we are here. We are here. It is Memorial Day weekend, three day weekend for 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 all of us who who work very hard. We we are able to to rest our laurels, get ourselves a nice good ten hours ten hours sleep. Actually, guys, tell me is is that even classified as a sleep or is that more of a coma? <laughs> well, I didn't sleep ten hours. So. <laughs> I think 10 hours is just on the other side of sleep. You know, you get 11, 12, you're probably in the coma zone. Mm. All right. All right. Well, as you guys just hear, we actually have ourselves a special guest here today. Oh. And this is the one, the only trash panda and one of my good pals and fellow uh, sparring partner at Saber Guild, Kyle of the matlocks oh hello thank you for having me i am honored to be here i feel like i uh should prepared a speech or something hi how you guys doing <laughs> yeah yeah good to have you on we're definitely going to introduce you later get to uh the listeners to get to know more of you but all the listeners that know us i'm demetrius and i'm demetrius and meet you presents the blurred city podcast so after last week's very uh, just like deep episode where we talked about Bitterroot, got into other things that kind of tied into the themes with Bitterroot, we're deciding to kind of just like have a more chill episode. We came back from Comic Palooza 2023 and Houston had an absolute blast of a time. So we're kind of going to just like give our takes on that, then discuss a little bit later in the show of Sabre Guild and everything with that. Uh, but before we get into anything, we always hit you with the legal Spiegel. All right. Coming at you from your favorite attorney here. Uh, so the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sources we reference are owned by their respective companies and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. All right. So with this episode, we're having just like chill, talk about our experience and everything. But coming up in June, it is movie month. So it's purely movie reviews for the podcast in Blurred City. We're going to kick it off with one of the hype is moved like almost back to back, but like two weeks, like separate between Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Then we're going to hit you with Transformers Rise of the Beast. Next one, a movie that might be the greatest superhero movie of all time. The way people are talking about it, The Flash, like the way people are talking about it. I am like, whoa, OK, I got to I got to be there for it. And then we're going to wrap it up by the blackening, one, <laughs> which will be an out of pocket podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can you can tell I'm already about to lose it for the blackening. I'm not so, I'm not gonna make it. We're super excited for June. Um, the mailbag will be open if you want to ask us any questions about the movies before or after. Just as a heads up, we mostly record on Saturdays, sometimes Sundays. So if you want to ask questions, you kind of got to get it in by Friday night. So with that, um, again, thank you for joining us, Kyle. Uh, we're gonna introduce you after the next segment, but. We like to start with saying what's hot. So it's like everything in nerddom or whatever in the culture that's really cool uh, that people are talking about. So what what do you guys got? Lately, I've been getting into Ghostbusters a lot. Uh, I feel like by evidence of our experience at Comic Palooza, there was a ton of Ghostbusters there. Uh, and there's a new movie coming out later this year. Um, so I'm pretty excited to see that that hitting hitting the hitting the screens here soon. Yeah. So, Mitch, 
Yep. All right. So firstly, let's let's go. Let's go ahead and I'm going to start off real small with the anime scene. As you guys know, One Piece, stay stay goaded with the animation. And they got some animators from uh, Warner Bros. to animate a very special debut uh, for a certain thing. I'm not going to spoil for you for you non-manga readers, uh, but let's just say it's about to get nuts. Um, and then we got ourselves, of course, Demon Slayer staying with the best, some of the best animation I've seen in a long time. And then I'm still going to be awaiting to see whenever uh, Attack on Titan drops. Uh, I, I I should have it by the time I'm uh, an old man that 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 series will finally end. And then but but let's just go ahead and get right into it. Let's go talk about video games. All right. So so firstly, we, we missed something last week and we got to rectify that mistake right now. We got to talk about Mortal Kombat one. Yes, that that trailer dropped. And and people was hyped, but as mu- as hyped as I was about that trailer, I was more hyped about the leaks and about who 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 are potentially some of the playable D- DLC characters. I'm just here like you you gonna mm. put these two in here? Amazon exclusives. If you don't know people, <laughs> I mean that that they ain't gonna be fair for for one of them. Oh yeah, that's domination. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Um. A, a, a certain uh certain boy who who kept ducking the smoke it, he, he ain't gonna make it <laughs> he ain't making it in this verse uh mm-hmm. not at all not at all so and we're not gonna spoil who it is if you want to know just look it up yourself uh and then we gotta talk about the playstation showcase the playstation showcase uh in my opinion it was kind of a bit bit mid it was mid throughout this year in comparison to other years of course, we got uh the Metal Gear Solid trailer, which I was like, ooh. At first, I was pretty in about, and then I saw my boy saw a snake. I'm like, hey yo, we here, <laughs> my boy back one more time. <laughs> Get your cardboard boxes ready to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As much as I love playing playing this snake, saw a snake and in, in Smash Bros, uh, we just know that we. we my time is about to be ending really soon. Uh, you won't be seeing hide nor hair of me for like the next couple months. Uh, we also get uh, some more horror trailers. You know, we got ourselves some insight with Alone in the Dark. Uh, with that one's kind of a remake of that game series, which I'm like, oh, okay. Got our boy David Har- Harborough playing the main character this time. I'm like, okay. We gonna have our boy Jim Hopper out here in the Alone in the Dark universe. We 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 out here. We lit. Um, but you you guys know what we came here to talk about. We we're here to talk about the the absolute Black Air Force activity that was the Spider Man Two tr- gameplay. And firstly, let's let's talk about Miles. Let's talk about our boy Miles. He, you know, he he got his nice suit. You know, you see that we able to glide in this verse. Uh glide in this game which i'm like all right cool cool taking it more from the mcu um and and miles got got blue lightning now totally not to uh copy static at all uh or or black lightning at all i'm i'm not saying anything about that but uh yeah <laughs> you don't want to start any beef no beef I, here I'm, I'm, not, I'm not starting anything but um the, the real highlight was 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 this monstrosity that is known as peter parker <laughs> Good heavens, did Yuri Lowenthal just absolutely crush it as this man wearing the symbiote suit? Yes, the black suit is here, and the black suit is here to uh, make its mark 
and to stomp people out <laughs> and stomp people out it does so all the lines that this man was saying was straight out of pocket <laughs> it had me it has me terrified for miles because i just know that at, at a certain point you're gonna have to play as miles and you're gonna have to fight peter absolutely <laughs> which means that which means that nothing Maz is just gonna get jumped for this entire month across the Spider-Verse and then in this PS in PS5 game. What's up with Miles these days? What did he do to make them that mad? They gotta make him earn it. You know, Peter Parker for years was always like getting kicked when he's down. So they're like, all right, Miles, it's your turn, buddy. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much. That's pretty much the main thing I got from from all this. Good heavens. What all right. I got? And for just to wrap it up kind of quickly, as of this recording, tomorrow, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse will drop. We will be there day one. Absolutely. All, all of us. Jujutsu Kaisen dropped this trailer. That's going to be hype July. But the one that I was excited about, the one that caused me to get this Ichigo poster right behind me as I speak right now. Bleach Core 2 trailer dropped yesterday, and I lost my mind seeing that. I'm, I'm telling you people, in July, I, I'm about to go wild when Bleach comes back. That is like one of my favorite animes, and like the return that it had was absolutely incredible. People don't understand the fights that are about to happen. If you thought the, the fights in the first part were good, you have no idea. So that's just something that I'm super hyped about. And the closer we get to it, we'll talk about it. So with that, we now get into just introducing our guest, uh, Meech, this being your friend, compatriot, sparring partner. Can you kind of like start the introductions? All right. So again, coming at you live with his uh, great stature and the <laughs> ultimate trash pandaness as the ultimate trainer in the saber guild legion we have ourselves kyle of the matlocks introduce yourself to the good and gracious peoples hello good and gracious people he said that uh i have great stature yep all five four of me is just whew, happy to be here uh like we mentioned i i've i met i met D demetrius meech the I guess yeah the one that knows me <laughs> and just met me the rogue uh, Jedi himself the rogue Jedi himself through uh, Saber Guild um, so yeah we I'm out here I'm glad to be here <laughs> yeah so what would you say is like uh, what got you into like nerddom and stuff like that growing up so well, I've always been a huge dork my entire life uh, <laughs> I think my uh, I think it's comes from my dad he he read comic books and uh he would occasionally read us comic books like uh, instead of bedtime stories um i also blame my mom because she would she read us uh like the first harry potter book she read us you know that book as we uh went to bed so i kind of i was born in the nerdness <laughs> raised by it uh molded by it <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah let me do like this um we so more specifically with Star Wars, I remember the first Star Wars movie I saw was um, Attack of the Clones when it came out. Um, and we were going to go see the anime movie Spirit, you know, the one about the horse. Mm -hmm. We went in there and we were like, this is lame. Let's get out of here. So we jumped movies to Attack of the Clones. 
Uh, and it was the scene with all the clone troopers flying into the arena on the Genosis battle. Ooh. And as a small child, I saw that and my mind was blown. I was like, I have to this this Star Wars thing. I already kind of knew about it, but I was like, no, this is the greatest piece of media that has ever graced the human you know, existence. And then from there, it was just a just that's when the seed was planted. <laughs> uh and um, before even Star Wars, I I cosplayed as Robin. Like I, my friend was Batman, and I was Robin. And we started going to Comic Palooza and stuff like that for years. And then just one thing led to another, and now here I am. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, yeah. So, yeah. So then coming up with that, were there any like special characters that you really loved growing up, or like a favorite show you really gravitated towards? So. We already mentioned him. Spider-Man is like the greatest of all time. You know, this is my sewing kit for, you know, for my costumes. You can't see it. This is the audio podcast, but it's uh, Spider-Man himself. He's throwing up the Spider-Man hand. It's pretty awesome. Um, I was gravitated towards that as a kid. I had like a little Spider-Man mask growing up and we would go and swim in the backyard and I'd have the Spider-Man mask on, you know, <laughs> mildly waterboarding myself, but it's fine, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, growing up with Spider- like the Spider-Man and all that, like, uh, and then the old Spider-Man cartoons, like the Fox Kids, you know, with all that, like the Spider-Man on there. Mm-hmm. They had some of the throwback, like cartoons that would play as well. That that was my, my jam. <laughs> And why would you say, like, you think you never left the nerddom? I, it's just, I mean, I don't know how to answer that, right? Uh, Just the more you get into it, you meet more and more people. And, you know, like, if if you're tired, if you get sick and tired of one thing, you can find something, you can go, like, you can pivot, you know, you can go and find something else go find something new get into a new anime or something and kind of like revive that that like oh like what's gonna happen like what's this like i'm watching uh i'm like halfway through dragon ball super right now and i'm like oh like oh heart racing like we gotta go like like <laughs> like oh like new level like oh like, like you know how big is the hair gonna get like now what color is it like oh man so I just it keeps drawing me in no matter how how I try to get away from it. Makes sense. Yeah, and then finally, hey, I mean you mentioned Dragon Ball Super. Is there anything else you're into right now? Well, um I'm not a <laughs> not a terrible and I'm not terribly into anime, but I uh I'm getting into Dragon Ball Super. I'm going back and now I want to rewatch all the Dragon Ball Z uh series because that was i watched some of it as a kid but never really got into it and then uh from that there we go he's holding up the the original dragon ball z series that's awesome (laughs) i'm gonna come get that from you (laughs) Uh. i'm just excited for the right now the new ahsoka show that's coming out yeah. Uh, it's going to be coming out soon. Should be pretty interesting. Uh, and the Acolyte show with the Sith. Um, that's a lot of a lot of cool media coming up here soon. All right, dope. 
So with that, uh, introducing you, next we're going to get into our main portion. So we're going to talk about our Comic Palooza experience. Uh, this is my second time going to Comic Palooza. So I, you already mentioned, Kyle, that you've went many times before me. So I'm not sure how many times you've been to Comic Palooza. Uh, it's like 2019. All right. So, yeah, with that, we can just all get into like what we did during the entire. Well, for you, for you, too, it was three days. For me, it was just two days. But <laughs> our experiences and costumes and things like that. Oh, uh, I think this year was pretty good. Uh, I mean, last last year, I think we were still recovering from that that pandemic, like everyone cooped up kind of thing. So we were like hitting full stride this year at Comic Palooza, in my opinion. Um we didn't have any i mean william shatner was there one day you know mm -hmm. we had the and that was a pretty big thing uh yeah how do you feel about it <laughs> oh man i found that it was actually a super fun uh super fun event like as as I said, like the celebrities came out in full force this year as well uh we had the one piece cast that was there uh mm -hmm. you know, the voice of luffy as well as the current voice of Goten, uh, Colleen Clinkenbeard. We also had <clears throat> the read it boy, Christopher <laughs> Judge himself, AKA Kratos from the new God of War games. He was there. And then we we actually got, we got Stephen Amell, AKA Arrow. You had Dominique, uh, AKA Ironheart. But then finally we had, we had the main trio from the boys. <laughs> we got ourselves Jack Quaid. We got ourselves Aaron Mori Aaron Moriarty, aka Starlight, and Anthony Starr, who who ducked the smoke last year. <laughs> finally decided to reveal himself this time. Homelander <laughs> himself decided to make an a guest appearance this year. So all I gotta say, like that was a pretty fantastic lineup. And as you mentioned, like Will Shatner is always always gonna be a great time, you know. Yeah. He's always going to be a great guy. So, yeah, getting a chance to see all of them was certainly a, a highlight. Mm. And like, what did you guys do there? Like, because I know what you did, but the list for the listeners. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll start. Um, so we were at Demetrius and I, or I guess Meech, the rogue Jedi and I are uh, we're both part of Saber Guild. You know, we it's a global organization. Uh, we're LFL recognized, um, so we wear our Star Wars costumes and things like that, but also we have the privilege of also performing um, choreographed lightsaber fights. Um, so we were at our booth for three days, sweating it out, getting, we were working hard, so we're, we're extra tired <laughs> today. <clears throat> yep, my legs still don't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my feet are still pounding. <laughs> but yeah so that yeah that weekend was pretty much all it was just really great because uh with it, as you say like many different choreographed fights uh we did we do have like a stage show where in which uh we practiced for months on you know getting getting all that down getting all of our acting in that's right quotation marks <laughs> uh nice and right and then also leading the interactive jedi experience which is essentially a class where we teach kids you know just a little bit on how to you know pretend to be a jedi for a little while you know seeing the the uh their eyes light up especially when they are being you know, like 
we when they make we have them use the force and then yeah. everybody just jump backwards it's it's really a <laughs> it was just a great experience and then and then having all the sith and many different costume characters come out and then we go at it and uh in a good fight it's it's really incredible incredible stuff for me just i i guess this is the fallen shinigami chronicles part two since everyone enjoyed it last week somehow (laughs) but uh with me is this like getting to go friday and saturday buying the weekend pass so friday i tried really hard to see your part meach in the show uh but i got hit with that traffic jutsu uh so downtown houston and then i parked I thought it was a 10 minute walk. That's what Spot Hero told me. And it was like a 20 minute walk. So I literally like walked in the building like at five on the dot. And then I had to go all the way back to the cars to find it. And then I'm looking at you and you're looking at me and I'm like, okay, you're going to get on stage soon, right? And then it ended. And I was like, wait a minute. It's been like eight minutes. What? (laughs) I'm like, the schedule said five to six. Yeah. Yeah, it's typically a shorter. Uh, it's typically like typically the stage shows are a bit short on the shorter side, you know, to for accommodation purposes and whatnot. I believe Matt. I mean, Kyle should have more <laughs> about that. So with our stage show, uh, we we try to leave a little bit of room. So we, we we choreographed and wrote out the stage show to be within that that window they gave us. It was like an hour, but um, it goes pretty quick. And then we also have to like we kind of leave in time in case anybody like, you know, misses a cue or something, we can kind of stretch it out a little bit. Uh, Friday, unfortunately, was our soft, kind of soft, you know, open. So uh, we we were kind of like going through quick through it because we were excited to get through it all. Um, but yeah, it was it, it was a good time. Friday was our grand opening with Saber Guild. So that was fun. So, yeah, for the rest of my Friday, uh, Meech, I know we got to walk around for a bit after that, uh, your performance. Uh, and then we met up with one of the greatest menaces to society, uh, Gab Freak, and the rest of the crew. Uh, so that was oh, heavens. <laughs> that was fun uh, getting to watch the wrestling uh, matches that they had and the unnecessarily zesty comments that came from people. <laughs> You mean from Gab Freak specifically? Because <laughs> uh, he was the one wilded out. And and because I had to sit next to him, I was like, bro, like, don't, just don't. Just uh, like, it's like, whatever you're going to say, just, just no. Just, just think about what you're going to say and just think, like, would you, would you say this to your wife? He's like, <laughs> and then he just says it anyway. I'm just like, oh, oh, goodness. There's no hope for this man. No filter. <laughs> so one of my favorite human beings there. Um, and then with that, we also almost played Ultimate Werewolf, but, you know, it was taking forever. So we just decided to uh, instant transmission out of there. Oh, yeah. And also, it, it also kind of helps the fact that I own the game. So, uh, so hey, if we really wanted to do it, I could just pull out my set and be like, all right, guys. You want to do Ultimate Werewolf? Okay, let's have a game night at my place. Boom, here you go. Yeah, um, so next uh, for my Saturday, I went with our senior anime correspondent, the Afro Puff Samurai. We did a joint outfit with the uh, scouts from Attack on Titan, which 
Let me tell you, putting on the outfit was incredibly hard because the harness part was janky from where I got it from. <laughs> Uh, and then I also didn't have the boots, which I wasn't going to buy boots because I would never wear those. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say something wild. I would never wear boots like that outside of a cosplay. So, um, yeah, so I had to like kind of jazz it up myself, put put my own little spin on it. It actually worked out. The jacket is fly. I think I might be wearing the jacket more just in like normal uh, cases. If only it was a little bit longer, but went with that. It was really cool. Um, so she ended up uh, getting an autograph from Luffy. I went around kind of uh, just like scouting. And then I met like these really cool comic people. Uh, it's called 5050 Comics. Like people that are listening to this can't see it. But 5050 Comics, I'm wearing the shirt. Um, they really just like kind of talked to me. Um, I, I got a few of their comic books, started reading it. So it's really interesting with that. I also met Dominique Thorne because uh, she has like the same first name as my sister. Got an autograph which was really cool. She's a really nice person. Uh, so then next I went to a self-publishing course. Well, yeah, there. And it was really cool just because uh, being an author and just getting to hear other authors talk about self-publishing and everything. So it was like really just educational. Um, and that's one thing I really like about uh, Comic Palooza and just different comic cons like that, where you can get a lot of information that's just outside of, you know, fandom and geekdom. It's actually like you're you're learning something. And I think a lot of people can miss that, which is something that we also talk about. And then reckless spending. I I saved in advance, but boy, oh boy, did I. I, I got to look at my budget before DreamCon. Because <laughs> that's spending was wow see and this is this is why i told y'all i was gonna be conservative this year and conservative i was <laughs> but yeah and then uh just to wrap it up i went to the one piece q a uh that was really cool just kind of hearing their aspects and kind of the journey knowing that this is a series that's been around for 20 years and uh, not ending anytime soon no time soon so you know lifetime contracts and all that so and then kind of wrapping up with your performance uh yeah you did a really good great job limping off uh the stage so <laughs> thank you thank you anyway. but yeah just meeting up with the fam was cool and then all the posters i got right now i'm putting them up in the process of so i had a really great time there oh and also on friday i saw the uh steel combat which was absolutely incredible uh we have a guy who does the full steel long sword fighting that comes Ooh. and helps with our saber guild and those guys go crazy like they like uh the hema like he, uh, historical european martial arts people mm -hmm. that's like dedication to the cause like they get out there like and they just go they go like full medieval <laughs> it's crazy it was fun yeah like when uh some of the swords were like crossing like sparks flew and just the crowd was going crazy on friday night uh for that battle that was super fun yeah so just with that uh speaking of just like comic palooses and comic cons like anything you guys uh want to touch on with like the importance or like fun of these events um so when I wasn't being a Jedi or a Sith, I went out with the Yellow Rose Ghostbusters. They're the one of the Houston like Ghostbuster groups. Uh, shout out to Yellow Rose. Uh, we were we went out and there's only there's, there's three of the Yellow Rose guys who started the club. And then there's me. I'm like the recruit. And we're out here. And then we met four other Ghostbusters, just people dressed as Ghostbusters. And we're all walking in this big group of eight, you know, 
tan jumpsuited people with backpacks on and someone comes up to us and was like hey y'all want to meet the mayor we were like oh okay yeah we thought they were talking like the movie or something like sure let's go over here and like all the security is everywhere and then lo and behold it's the mayor sylvester turner mayor of houston like he comes up like shakes everyone's hands like poses for a picture it was (laughs) it was crazy we were like oh Uh, the picture i'm in uh i was my face is like i can't even believe i'm like is this really happening like (laughs) like whoa just stuff at Kong Palooza. You never know what's going to happen next. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. And then on my end, at least on like Sunday, I like a few of us actually ended up participating in the Star Wars March, where we pretty much like get to walk like all of the Star Wars cosplay, all like the Star Wars cosplay people with their lightsabers. We just gathered outside and then we walked around the con and Again, my legs were on fire, but and I'm pretty sure I sweated at least like three gallons. Um, but at the end of the day, it was it was actually incredible being able to see like just walking with all all of us in a unit, and I was actually paired next to a Darth Vader. Uh, well, it was a battle damage Darth Vader. So, so of course, like. Each time, like at random points, we'd have to like stop and then do some poses. So, like one would be like Megan force choked by Vader. Another <laughs> one would be like us clashing, and then another one would be me like slashing the face open, and just different things like that. And and we do it for like multiple takes throughout the entire march, and it was just it was just fun and incredible. And I think that just really goes to show just how like. In the nerd community, we can uh like just like there's just no shame whatsoever. We just gather together. You you just look at one person and then you look at another person with the same with similar cosplay, and y'all just immediately link up. And you just right. <laughs> you're just immediately on the same wavelength and you just know exactly what to do, and it just becomes a blast. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Uh especially like being a scout. Um like people like coming up to me and being and Paulina being like, yo, can we take pictures? Like being so geeked about it, I think is like really cool because like, like you mentioned each and like you mentioned Kyle, where it's literally like, you're just in, you're just enjoying your fandom and like people also enjoy it with you. And it's so easy to connect. And it kind of ties into what we talked about last week, Meech, where it's like, we're all just humans and we all just like enjoy things. And like, it's not that complicated for us to get along, but we do at sometimes like that. And just to really be comfortable with that, you know, it's not often you can dress up outside of like a party or a uh, Halloween and yeah. just like <laughs> be in that realm where it's just like very comfortable. And a lot of people feel more like themselves where if you were to do that and I don't go to Walmart and dress like that. You'd get scolded or dirty looks and stuff like that. So I think that's why it's really important. Who's to say I haven't gone to Walmart in my Jedi costume? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, more than once. Yeah, to my wife's dismay. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh, she goes. I wonder what she did to you afterwards. Horse uh, <laughs> choke. <laughs> Whoa, hey, hey, family show. <laughs> to the gulag, he went. That's right. I was out. And from the pits, he returned. 
That's right. Yeah. So you guys got anything else of Comic Palooza or just Comic Cons in general? If I just want to let everybody know, if you're going to a Comic Con for the first time, um, drink water because <laughs> it's it is a hike. You know, you won't notice it until you get home and your feet are swollen and you're like, oh no, what did I do? And 48 hour fatigue is real. So if the con ends on Sunday, Tuesday, when you don't want to get up out of bed, it's because you you didn't stretch before the con walk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, also, uh, if you're going to do a cosplay, uh, take weather into account. Um, see, in Houston, uh, we are used to uh, 90 degree heat, and but unfortunately, our, our our at least for us, our Jedi costumes do not allow for such a ventilation, if you will. <laughs> and even, even for me, I have to wear like an under. Sh- like an undershirt to absorb all of the sweat so it doesn't get on my uh like, you know my tunics at all i'm Which- telling you <laughs> uh with i would take my uh like my boots off the knee-high boots we gotta wear for being a fifth <sighs> and uh i'd have sweat rings you know like those dried up sweat rings at the top of the boots like oh it's it's tough wearing black pants all black running around all day <laughs> yep so just just uh just a a big thing with just nerds in general and um for all of us we're deodorant um, <laughs> we're deodorant have like uh some have some body spray on you at all times because uh you may never know uh if if you smell like uh smell like you came out of the trash <laughs> So with that, we'll go to our sponsor for the day and then get into the Soviet Guild talk. All right. So for today's sponsor, we have none other than the than the Coruscant Guild of uh, Lightsaber Combat. With it, we can go ahead and go to the the esteemed planet of Coruscant, be in our local government and learn its politics as well as be trained by the greatest Jedi masters of all time, including the likes of Jedi Master Desai Therian. If you want to be a part of this fabulous union, come to us today because I will show you the true power of the Force. So with that, uh, since Kyle, you're also part of the Saber Girl, we thought it would be a great opportunity just for like kind of both of you to have a chance to talk about it. So it's going to be mostly me asking you two questions and then kind of just like discussing Sabre Goat. So starting from the beginning, what kind of got you guys both into actually joining the guild? I'll go first. Uh, so I, this is an announcement to the world. I didn't even want to join Sabre Guild at first. Uh, me and my twin, we joined at the same time. And uh I wanted to be in a lightsaber combat, like actually fight uh, with lightsabers and get your pads on and your fencing helmet and wail on people. But my twin brother, who is more of a theater nerd kind of guy, he was like, I want to do like choreography. I want to do like more acting with it. And uh, so we went with Saber Guild because I'm a pushover sometimes. Uh, (laughs) And uh, he's dropped out of Saber Guild and I'm still in it. And even at one point, oh, I was the assistant local director for a little while. <laughs> and uh, so not to say I don't love Saber Guild, but I was reluctant at first. Neat. 
Yeah, and for me, uh, I'm sure you know. Well, you, both of you guys know the story. So, like when we went to Comic Palooza last year, we both stumbled upon y'all's booth. Uh, both stumbled upon uh your guys's just show, and we both like saw it, and we're just like, oh wow, that. I was like, is this what I think it is? And then me, I just went, I just immediately just went like, all right, can can I fight with the lightsabers? And it's like it's more choreography and. In my mind, I just went, I'm holding a lightsaber and I'm swinging it at somebody. I do not care. Uh, Just where do I sign up immediately and immediately and expeditiously. So <laughs> went to the adult class uh, that we had on that that y'all had on that Saturday. And then I and then, of course, got the information on like where practice was. And then the rest was history. That's right. <laughs> And you've been one of the, I think, one of the fastest learning recruits I've seen. Uh, and I don't want to, you know, <laughs> inflate anybody's ego, but uh, yeah, yeah. Please, please years don't. <laughs> well, no, it's because we would, I would show, I would show Meech like a move or we would go over the choreo and we practice every week. So then he'd come back the next week and he would know it like he had been doing Saber Guild. And then he was like, okay, what are we doing now? And sometimes I'd be like, oh, okay, let me make up something in my head to like <laughs> give him something to do for the next week. Uh, it was it's pretty impressive uh, with him and the other guy, the other guy that came in, Scott, uh, at the same time as him. Uh, they came in and they were they're a great addition to our uh, group. We got to check that midichlorian count, Mitch. <laughs> Yeah, like I may, I may have Anakin levels in midichlorian. <laughs> All right. So with that, were there any like stigmas or worries you guys had before joining? I, um, my worry with when before joining was I would never get it because <laughs> our choreography system is uh, kind of daunting to learn at first. I mean, we only have to count to nine, but uh, for every you know strike we have is a strike and a block, and I couldn't even like do the you know the cha cha slide, much less you know <laughs> swing a lightsaber, and uh, you know on top of that you're going out there and you're having to perform this whole play you are coming up with with star wars in front of people uh so it's kind of it's kind of this big ask to be like okay you're gonna learn how to do all this and then you got to go do it in front of people you're <laughs> not just for your friends like get out there into the public and go be sweaty in some space pajamas I'm like oh thank you <laughs> i think my biggest worry was uh man Am I gonna be a Jedi first or a Sith first? Do, do, do I do I go with? And then y'all told me like, all right, what do each options entail, yeah. and like what your responsibilities are for each? I'm like, mm. <laughs> oh man, the Jedi is not really enticing at all for me. Uh, like, I re I really want to be full dark side, but I know, I know I gotta start off as a Jedi. I it's 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 born and bred in me even though I'm probably the most aggressive one at humanly possible, but you know what? We're going to go for it. There you go. You're just a really dedicated Jedi. Really just, you like to push, push the evil away. <laughs> or destroy it. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Our own Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or the Anakin. Houston's, oh. <laughs> I right. pick Mace. <laughs> So what kind of goes into like being a member? 
So when you join, when you first start going to Saber Guild, like we we don't require any dues, we don't require anything. You have to have a costume that matches our costume requirements that we have. Uh, and once you have a costume that meets all the standards, uh, you also have to have a lightsaber that's combat ready. And so once you have those two things and you perform with us, uh, you get approved with our global costuming, you know, people. And then um, we we do our shows and things like that to like for charity. Um, to maintain membership, you have to do I mean, I believe it's like two events a year <laughs> and you become part of the larger um, Star Wars, like, you know, group community. Um, it, a lot of a lot of the time, you know, it's really easy to I say that I pick my words correctly. Uh, you can get a costume and things like that, but um the commitment part that comes with it that kind of goes into being in Saber Guild is that weekly practice. You have to actually learn like our choreography, which um, is that's the hardest part, in my opinion, is like sticking with it is um, having to make that commitment to it. But being a member, uh, we follow three like the three C's. So we have costuming, community and charity. Um, so as long as you keep those three like C's in your mind, uh, it, it's just really a re rewarding uh, group to be part of. Nice. Yeah. H, anything? Uh, I, mean, I know like your costume, you you got it done at like the 13th hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. So a big thing about like the whole costuming process is the fact that uh, it's, it's like, yeah, you can get a costume made and you can get it done. It's just the matter of like having it fully approved because the uh the global community like they they take an extensive look at every aspect of the costume and like if you see if they notice any type of error whatsoever it's up to you to get that fixed and and when it's like a time where like hey we have like a show coming up in like the next few weeks or months or so and you have you have to get that done expeditiously mm -hmm. and but in our case like in my case it was kind of uh interesting because of the fact that at that time most of it was star wars celebration that year and because of that many of the folks they were at star wars celebration so so it took a while in order to get to like take a look at everything get it approved and then of course with my kit uh, which is my entire costume. Like there were many different small issues that needed to get laid out, but but shout out to our to our special uh our special LCC coordinator Reagan who who worked tirelessly to to get us to get us approved and like to get all the costuming and everything fixed just in the nick of time to get us approved in for Comic Palooza, like she. She and the entire leadership, they they were just on top of it. No. Um, yeah. So with that, I, I pulled up once to a practice, but can y'all kind of illustrate to the listeners what a typical practice looks like? Uh, for You could also go from either general practice or I know since you guys literally just had a performance, like what a performance practice looks like. With a general practice um, with Saber Guild, we just go over kind of just we just a general like a general practice <laughs> we go over our choreography system we look at 
like scripting, trying out new moves, uh, looking at fights. Uh, when you first join Saber Guild, we have like it's kind of like a belt system, but you don't get a belt. Uh, like any martial combat, uh, you have like we have stages set out. So when you first join, you learn our our nine strike system. Once you show proficiency in that, you can move on to the two one fight which is it's called two one because it's the second step and it's the first fight so that's the two one fight there and then once you are able to perform our two one fight and then you perform it at an event you can go and move up to start learning the three one uh you don't always have to go and wait like through each one of those but that's typically how the progression goes so for instance meech he learned the two one and the three one and he did the two one at comic palooza and then he turned around and did the three one with me uh so he got like he it's basically he went like you know he skipped some some super saiyan levels he went straight all the way through it at one event uh <laughs> so it was pretty good so at general practice we go over our you know our level two ones our three ones and things like that um compared to if we're getting ready for an event it we have more of a like what we're going to do at the event so it's more of like rehearsals for the show so we would do like a practice interactive jedi experience or we would do a practice stage show uh, which is more of a focused thing um Typically, unless it's right before like a big major event like Comic Palooza, uh, we it's all general practice. Anybody can come, uh, and we'll pretty much accept anybody who wants to walk in and learn it because uh, we're we're all about you know we're just we just love sabering. So we're like, come on down. <laughs> yeah, and even going along with that is just uh, it was just like especially as a first timer and, and probably and one of the younger ones and one of the well, more younger in terms of experience, uh, <laughs> not not younger in terms of age. I I I, I lose that one pretty expeditiously. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> but when it comes to that, uh, it's just really it's really more of a community uh type of deal. Like we, of course, like we're practicing, but we're also like checking in with each other, seeing like how our lives are, and just really having a fun time. You know, warming up, uh, learning the techniques. And just really like having witty banters, especially from this guy, Kyle, um, <laughs> and just and just laughing while still just having fun and being focused with the choreography and focusing on like what. All right. What's the next thing I, you want to learn or next thing that you need to like work on? Um, and then, of course, afterwards, we typically like go out to eat. And that's where, again, like one of the three C's, which is. A community that's that's what we're building oh, oh. and i know like both of you mentioned it but like do you kind of want to educate the people on the difference between chore choreography and then like combat with the sabers just like whacking each other <laughs> sure uh so the combat is think about like fencing you ever like if you can think of a fencer listener close your eyes and think of like what you think of when you think of like the little the little swords little like you know like they're trying to poke each other right it's like a sport so you're trying to with combat you're trying to actually hit each other and earn points to win like this you know to win the little skirmish you're in with choreography we're more of the like what you would see in a movie we're like the big flashy we spin our sabers around and we're not actually trying to you know like, like hit each other um so we use a system 
that's kind of like dance steps in a way. Uh, we use nine points and um, we we write out fights. So like our first level fight is eight, seven, eight, three, four, one, two, three, four, four, two, three, one, five, four, two, one, six. Like we go down the numbers. We have a big long list of things like that. And uh, so every strike even if it looks like something crazy, it's all planned out of beforehand. So nobody's actually getting hurt. Oh, dope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so how many performances have both of you done? Uh, so I've been an official member with Saber Guild since uh, I just looked it up uh, earlier before the before I got on here. It was April 19th of 2019. Uh, so <laughs> we... Uh, I don't know. We have tons of Kong Flu's experience. I couldn't even count for me. <laughs> and I can officially count mine since it just happened. <laughs> I see. Friday, I did one IJE and then the stage show. Saturday, I did two IJEs and the stage show. And then Sunday, one IJE and the stage show. So seven uh, different like performances. No, no, no. And do you get a different um, like name each time? I know, Mitch, you have a Jenna name. Kyle, since you've been around, do you like have different, you know, characters and official names? Uh, yes. So when you are first approved, they give you your Saber Guild designation. So I'm SG670 and that'll never change. You always are your number. Um, but each time you do a new costume, they give you a new, it's kind of like rolling a new character in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, so I have a Sith and a Jedi approved and my, my, my Sith is my first costume because the Sith are awesome. Uh, Sith rules. <laughs> uh, and he's called Tevalok Rathawar. And then I went back and eventually I did a Jedi, which was like the Jedi version of my Sith called Tevik Breelin. So they, uh, it, they're both the same character, but that you do get a new name every time. Oh, and then Me I'm too, yeah, yeah, and then I'm currently uh SG 1080. I'm in high definition. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. As soon as I got that number, I I I'm pretty I'm pretty much gonna wear that joke till the day it dies, or the day I do. Um, and my current character name is Decitherian, a uh, Je Jedi of the Jedi Order. Uh, pretty much that's that's me and that's always been a name that i i like when i was writing i did like a whole like star wars uh based a star wars based uh story and i used the name decide Therian that i created all the way back in middle school so it, it was awesome being able to bring that name back i'm like oh i get to use that name after all these decades i'm like let's go so when can we expect uh Darth Meech to be uh, a thing because <laughs> we uh, you need a Sith costume next so I think uh, you'll be prime for Darth Meech territory oh uh, yes you mean Darth Toxin there uh, you go Darth Talk. hey you, you gotta figure it out <laughs> yeah, Darth and, Venom oh well, well, no and I actually and actually like while we were at the uh, Comic Palooza there's another guy uh, you know Trent and he mm -hmm. had a spawn shirt on and I actually ran into a spawn uh, cosplay and, I, and like we were both talking about that and and he just went like I was like man what what would we do in order to get like a spawn kit to uh <laughs> to be approved and, and he said like hey why don't you do like us a, a sit spawn I'm like 
and, and now I'm looking at like, all right, how can I like do all the pantomes and like all the colors right to where I could be spawn, spawn. as a Now, so I mean, we recently approved um weathering, or not recently, but uh it's been made aware to us here in Houston uh, that in Saber Guild you can have some weathering with your Jedi um or sith so uh there might be a darth spawn possibility in your future (laughs) (laughs) what's weathering for the list oh sorry yeah that's a throwing around some lingo for the the pros out there weathering is like the like battle damage or like what it would be like uh if you actually were wearing that so it's a, a term used in movies and things like that some of the the 501st, they're the clone troopers, the people in the plastic armor that look really cool. They use weathering to make make it look like battle damage, blaster marks, or like they've been like crawling through the mud to go do a you know a mission. Uh, for us, it looks like just any sort of battle damage, any sort of thing that would make your costume look a little bit more lived in, a little bit more like of the universe so like you've been out in your spaceship and you just jumped out and had to blast three you know droid blaster bolts and you have a little bit of like battle damage on your your tabards or something like that and just to kind of wrap this up any advice to anyone that might be interested in joining something they find fun but are worried about public perception Uh, for me i would just say don't let your don't let just take that step and like because it's you know you don't want to be like oh the dorky like star wars guy but you know there's nothing no no one's gonna really judge you like everyone that sees us in saber guild they're like that's the coolest thing like they've never even seen before it blows their mind and all you have to do is just take that first step and that's the hardest part truly it's just once you get in there and you know start doing it you'll become more like it, you'll just realize that any apprehension you have was just your own mental barrier. Um, just, I just say, take the step, take the the first leap. I mean, yeah, that that pretty much hit the nail right on the head. Uh, I guess like the main thing I would add is to like if you want to like join something you find fun, like hey, just just like look look it up and just see like hey see like what everybody's all about see like hey if it's the right fit for you and just don't uh and just like leave all preconceptions at the window just just do yourself due diligence count the cost on like how on like what your what your situation may be because like hey you may want to join this community but you may find you don't have enough time to commit to it type of deal uh but that doesn't stop you from joining that it just you just gotta like weigh the cost of everything like you do in all of life hopefully yeah yeah thanks uh so much just getting to have an opportunity to talk about this uh so as we start to wrap up the show again listeners this is a very light episode before we get into june where meech and i will be (laughs) absolutely drained uh so with that we can get into our recommendations and plugs all right so firstly you will be drained by that not me i will be i'll be on (laughs) on a hunt all right so let's see so for main uh recommendations i of course would recommend everybody to go to a con of any sort wherever you may be located at uh if you're located in the houston texas or in the texas area comic palooza is an excellent experience fan expo dallas uh is coming up in june that is an awesome opportunity for you to go to 
I'm pretty sure tickets are still on sale for that. Uh, and then, of course, there's a standard like Comic-Con in San Diego, which I know you got to plan for that in advance. Uh, same thing with the one in New York. You got to plan for those in, in advance because those are the are the big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm a thousand percent sure that there are other smaller uh, cons that you can find in your different like state or area. You just got to do your research and see like when those events are. Um, but yeah, that's and of course, uh, watch watch Star Wars. Disney Plus is a thing. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> Uh, if I, for me, a plug for me would just be if you are interested in joining Saber Guild, uh, you can reach out to us on Facebook. We have a recruitment page. So look up Mustafar Temple recruitment page. Uh, you can reach out through there. Or if you want to just look at the our organization as a whole, look up saberguild.org. Um, and then you can take that first step into a larger world of Jedi choreography. That's pretty awesome. Uh, also with Saber Guild in the Houston area, and uh, we are supporting the uh, Make-A-Wish. So you can go go through there and um, you can support Make-A-Wish. Um, and, you know, they're collecting money for that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's boom. Killed it. No, uh, recommendations for me, again, 5050 Comics, two of the books that I got, also met the uh, kind of the authors of it, Trapper, uh, and then also Lycos, the Metal Wolf. So if you get the opportunity, just kind of check that out, want to support them, go ahead, do that. Any recommendations, like me said, just do your due diligence on cons. We will be sitting upon Anime Houston soon. Uh, it's too late for DreamCon, and we will, <laughs> if you want our thoughts on that, <laughs> <laughs> go go look at our John Wick episode. Oh, so, so with that, um, yeah, plugs, hit us up, Meech. All right. So we got ourselves our Instagram and our Twitter at Blurred City 22 Come give us a like. Come give us a follow. This is where we'll be updating you on all of our events, all of our things that we got going on. We have ourselves, our YouTube and our Patreon under Blurred City Pod. That's where, and with the Patreon, hey, if you donate a little cheddar, you can get yourself access to very exclusive episodes not seen on the podcast uh, since the the last time we did it. Um, (laughs) And then after that, we have ourselves our uh, Discord, which is linked in our Instagram page. Uh, Go ahead, hit that link, and then boom, you'll be part of a booming community. You'll join our citizenry. And then finally, we have ourselves our email, blurredcity22 at gmail.com. That's where you post. That's where you can pose uh, questions for our mailbag. That's where you can pose uh, different, like, random fan theories or geek out, freak outs, or any suggestions for our podcast from there. And that's all we have for our plugs for the podcast. But going to personal ones, I am the Rogue Jedi 21 on TikTok for however long we got TikTok because well <laughs> we know that it's it's getting banned um so yeah. so uh <laughs> keep it for as long as you can um but I'll 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 post as much as I can on there uh but it's probably it, it ain't going to be looking good for the platform just like mm-hmm. mine um but but yeah that's me what you got all right, so uh, just another recommendation. We will next week. We will be doing Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Go see that if you have the opportunity to. Uh, that's going to be such a. I know it's going to be a good movie. Like that's all I can say. Uh, again, the movie mailbag will be open. BlurredCity22 at gmail.com. 
try to get your questions in Friday night, Saturday morning. If you do have questions, we're taking it for any movie uh, that I listed earlier. And then for our Patreon, like Meech mentioned, we're going to try to post one to two uh, episodes per month moving forward. Most likely one, but we'll see as time progresses. Progresses. So for my individual author pages, we have my Instagram, Mitri underscore dash. So M-E-T-R-I underscore D-A-S-H and my Twitter at the Matt dash 16. And if you're interested in my book, Phantom Pains and Most Irregular Tale, you can catch that on Amazon. So as we like to leave our listeners, we always leave them with some words of encouragement. And with our guest, Kyle, can you hit our listeners with something before we go? Um, never trust a man in a tunic. That's my advice for you people out there. Uh, there you go. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. So as listeners, as the music starts to play, it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. And that's the Blurred City Podcast. See ya later.